and good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Cameron Woolley Show. Across from me is Ming Jen. What's up, everybody? And I'm Cameron Woolley. Yes. So, uh, I'd, okay, I'd like to, before we get into baseball, I'd like to okay. start you off with a question. Yes. I was hanging out last night with my parents and a, and a friend of theirs, and I remember one of them, they wanted me to ask you. Yes. Which element is stronger? Okay. Vibranium or adamantium? Oh, see, this is a tough question. Um, they are, they're both two of the strongest substances known to man. I believe it's adamantium. The reason they couldn't use the word adamantium in the Marvel Universe movies is because uh, at the time, Fox owned the X-Men franchise. Who And uh, the X-Men comics it's where adamantium, which is what Wolverine's claws are made out of in his skeletal yeah, no. structure, yeah. and they could not use that. So they went to the, not the next strongest, but... So uh, it's not weaker, but but it is kind of. So uh, I believe adamantium is stronger, and but they just couldn't use mm. because of legal reasons. <laughs> they could not use that term in the Marvel universe. If they could have, they would have. Everything uh, would have been made out of adamantium. So uh, so I believe adamantium is stronger than vibranium. All right. But it's all lawyers is why they couldn't use it. So yeah, there are yes, there are a lot of things they couldn't use. In the Marvel universe, certain terms that they weren't allowed to use. Like what? But Mutant. now, like uh, how, how uh, the yes. hell did they get yes. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch? Um, how the hell did they get? I am trying thing? to remember. I they mean, there was probably it was probably some like they did with like with Sony and Spider Man. I think it was like okay, are... we have to have some kind of. We need to have them in some capacity. I have in, to look that. I, f- I forgot there was a loophole. There was a loophole, and I'm like, trying to remember you why. Use, you can use certain heroes, but you can't reference mutants. Uh, yes, there's um, something like that. Uh, all right, the the movie rights, for whatever reason, uh, according to this to Screen Rant, um, Quicksilver, the movie rights were shared between the two studios, for whatever reason. There, it, it, listen, there's there's the whole thing is very convoluted. Um, just remember this. Okay, well, you you could tell they couldn't use Magneto because if you had Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, yeah, you'd have they, to. They you'd would have, have to, to reference put, their father. It, yes, yeah. I know they did reference him in Age of Ultron. Yes, but they didn't mention <laughs> him by name. And he exactly, died apparently in a really stupid way. And uh, um, like, yeah, really, which just, is like you really expect us to believe that Magneto would the, die like that. The fact that there's a Marvel Cinematic Universe is somewhat of a miracle because Marvel oh, yeah. was almost went out of business at one point in the 70s and 80s, and that's why Sony owned Spider-Man. They just started selling stuff off, and at one point. Uh, they tried doing movies. Right. At one point, Michael Jackson almost bought the rights to Spider-Man with the caveat that he, he, they would make, he would make a Spider-Man movie and that he would star as Spider-Man. Oh, my God. He, he, and this went as far as him having a meeting with Stan Lee. Oh, my God. And, of course, thank God that didn't happen <laughs> and everything worked out. I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> with great power comes great responsibility. Yahoo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. No, yeah. my uncle Ben is dead. Um, however, Jamona. with uh, with, with Disney buying 20th Century Fox, uh, we no longer have to worry about a lot of this going forward. All I'm saying is that we're not going to see another Avengers movie for a while, because you know they're going to have to it without. They're going to have to bring in Galactus because how the hell can you get a bigger threat 
than Thanos. It, and a real Galactus, not the not this weird mist that we saw. Not that in weird Silver Surfer. That, um, oh my god! That, uh, not Silver uh, Fantastic Four. Um, whatever that second one was called. Uh, Rise Rise yeah, of the Silver yeah, Surfer. Silver Surfer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that th- those movies were a tragedy. <laughs> uh, not as bad as the 2015 Fantastic Four, where they got launched into I, another dimension, and that's how okay. they got their powers. So I did the the thing that kerfuffles me about okay. the about the 2015 Fantastic Four that they somehow made a bad movie with Michael B. Jordan starring as one of the right. main characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, luckily... So you, how the hell do you do that? Luckily, he was able to redeem himself, so... <laughs> he was in a big way. Um, Michael B. Jordan, well, that, that was... That was the... I think Creed came out a little bit before Fantastic Four. Let's check that, but I believe... Because uh, I know Fantastic Four came out in August of that year. And I don't know when Creed came out. Creed came out November 19th, 2015. Okay, so it was before that. Yes. Okay, Fantastic Four came out before Creed. Yes. And Fantastic Four came out August 7th. <laughs> wow, yeah. it was supposed to be a summer blockbuster. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, 2015. Ouch. Yeah, that, that hurts. But, it's, uh... yeah. Yeah, anyways. Um, yes, they did. Well, luckily, he didn't ruin his career by being Johnny Storm in the 2015 Fantastic Four movie, yeah. which I think everybody's just forgotten about. Just wiped it from existence. Yeah. It's just a blip. It's just a blip. So. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, there was there was that that bad movie that came out. In yeah. That year when they... All I'm saying is, like, my point is, there's not going to be another Avengers movie or an Avengers 5 until they establish the X-Men and the Fantastic Four, which I'm totally, which I am totally fine with. I take your. What's the rush? We've already had these great Avengers movies. There's no. I no. I'm talking like it might be another, maybe 15 years. I don't know. Like, it's gonna be 15, that. 20, I gonna maybe. Be, I don't think it's gonna be that long. Remember, it's gonna take a long time for these movies. 15 years. We're a, not. We're not even gonna get. You're gonna be an old man by that. Maybe you'll be taking your kids to these new Avengers movies. I'm. <laughs> Well, think about that. Like, the, like, they're not doing Guardians of the Galaxy 3 until, like, 22 or 23. Yeah, but James Gunn is, uh, he's working, he's almost finished up. Uh, he, I don't know, no, he's, they're shooting it right now. Suicide Squad 2. Oh, my God. Well, that's what James Gunn, though, director and, and kind of creator of the current Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy universe. I have high, I have high hopes yeah. for this. James Gunn is very good at taking a bunch of like weird misfit characters, somewhat unknown to the comic book world uh, outside of you know, us geeks, and making magic out of it. Oh yeah, I didn't know the Guardians of the Galaxy were until they were they were um, in the MCU. Oh yeah, I don't, yeah. Um, even like even most comic book collectors are kind of like, oh yeah, I remember them. They were. Oh yeah, they're they, very they, different they, in the they, comic. They books. were they were weird. Well, you had Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah. You have Chris Pratt and Bradley Cooper in that group. Yeah, Magic know. Man, Drax. Yeah. <laughs> Drax, Gamora. Yeah, good stuff, man. Oh, dude, those movies are so good. And you know the third one's going to have Thor. Right. Like, yeah. imagine that. I think he was a welcome addition to uh, <laughs> to the whole Guardians. He, he's, I consider him a Guardian at this I mean, point. He fits like a glove. Like a glove into that in that group. I love it. I love it. Anyways, um, speaking of gloves, 
<laughs> baseball gloves. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of gloves, speaking of gloves going on and going, you know, ding ding. Yeah. Um, the New York Yankees and Tampa Bay Rays are in the middle of their uh, final series of the year. Thank God, <laughs> because the Rays have absolutely owned the Yankees all year. They've and owned everybody. Let's be honest here. Dude, the Rays they're, have been. They're doing. The, oh my God! Yeah, they have the best fantastic. record in the American League by. Uh, yeah, they have. They are three games in the win column ahead of the Oakland Athletics. Yeah. So. And three and a half games uh, ahead of the Yankees, which uh, if you would have told me, uh, I was like, what do you think? Uh, we're heading. This is the last month, my friend. I don't know if you're sweating a little bit or not. But... I'm, I'm I'm, just like the team's not healthy. They're doing a playoff bubble. And at this point, everything, it's it's just such a crapshoot year. And if and if anything, if the if this were the year for the Yankees to win the World Series, why would we blow our load in this year? Where you couldn't have fans, where you couldn't have the stadium going absolutely bonkers. Still, with uh, with that lineup, even though it's not all healthy, with that pitching staff, and hey, they're, they're <laughs> twenty and fourteen. That's not a bad record. It's not bad. It's just that the Rays are better. Yes, yes, I am blatantly aware of that. Yeah. Uh, however, with the expanded playoff format, that's where anything can happen. Oh yeah, and. And anything I mean, and, will happen. Anyways, like last night, um, the Rays took the first game of this series, five to three. Then the Yankees took the game last night, funnily enough, by a score of five to three. Yes. But you were so, um, you you tweeted that you, you were about to explode. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, and the, it's, uh, it's uh, see if we can pull up the box score here because it didn't look good at yeah, the time it, you tweeted. It, it, it was tied at two. It was, it was the inning before Gio Rochelle's Little League home run. Yes. <laughs> um, however, the night before, yeah, that Cole, Garrett Cole, the, I, I thought, invincible yeah, he got, Garrett he got Cole. Hit his, by his standards, he was shelled. Yes. He was absolutely shat on that but by if, his standards. But if you had told me, it was like, hey, uh, Garrett Cole is going to lose two in a row. I'm like, get out of here. I don't even like, know when I, the last I'm, time that happened. Anyways, like I'm, I'm seeing people just talking about Garrett Cole like he's a fraud and a bust. I'm like, dude, this year <laughs> already is, this year is <laughs> a horrible. bust. Yeah, a bust. I, I'm not saying that. I, me, a bust. Me being the knee jerk so... brat that I am, I'm not calling him a bust. These are. I'm so talking bad. about a bust. People who are even bigger knee jerk brats than me. On Twitter, which I don't know how that's possible. I thought I was, I thought I was the king of being a, being a pessimist, just a, yeah, being a pessimistic knee jerk brat. And I, I came up with that saying on the spot. I am proud of that being a knee jerk brat. <laughs> sure, um, you know I, I. I'm just like thing with with Cole. It's just I'm not. A, I'm 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 not losing my shit over a bust. Um, I she's I wouldn't I would not go that far by any means. <laughs> a bust. That's crazy. Yeah. Why the hell would you call him a bust? I. <laughs> well, I mean, they, it's just the attitude of uh, of uh, <laughs> Yankee fans. Yes, Yankee fans. We're saying. We're paying him three hundred million dollars. He shouldn't have a single bad start. He's got an ERA of three point eight million. Like, dude, in a season like this, two not good starts in a row. 
will balloon your ERA. Yes. By a lot. People say, oh, Houston sold us a, a bag of, of, of busted goods. Uh, oh, my God. We're getting Pittsburgh coal. I'm just like, dude, shut the hell up. His pitching line from that night, five innings, eight hits, sorry. four runs, and he struck out seven. Yeah, but he gave up two dingers. He has been giving up the long ball a lot this year. And his ERA sits at a comfortable 3.91, which is it's probably double of what it was last year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, although people are saying, hey, last year Cole didn't get off to a good start. And it, again, it's all about perspective. Right. I, I mean, yeah, of course, for sure. And they're they're facing Glasnow, which uh, is, I mean, the, the, I, just, the whole race. I, I thought Glasnow was going to no hit us. Um, he had one going for a little while, right? He had one going into the sixth, I think. Yeah. I am checking to see. He threw, he ended up throwing 87 pitches. So, he, I mean. He could have gone further. Could have gone further. And probably should have gone further. Could have gone further. Manager, manager pulled him. Yankees scored a couple more runs. Or three runs. Try to come back. Too little, too late. Lose 5-3. Poor Luke Voigt. Just poor, poor, poor Luke Voigt. That sorry bastard. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's got broad shoulders right now. He's carrying he's, uh, he's carrying much of the team. Oh, my God, yeah. Well, let's go on to uh, last night. Okay, we are going back to last night. Uh, last night being September 1st. Where the yeah, that, that's where the story This is really where the comes drama from. comes from. This is where so the story. So pretty much... Um, Pretty much Yankees win five to three. I'm stunned. Because I'm like, how the hell did this happen? Masahiro Tanaka, just a total stopper through six innings, three hits, two runs, walked one, struck out seven. Just a a great night for him. 3.3 ERA. This is the Tanaka you want every start. This is like this is all this is like playoff Tanaka. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if we got playoff Tanaka for the whole year, then just chalk up the Cy Young. <laughs> chalk up the Cy Young award because I don't. Yeah, Gotta be honest, man. October Tanaka is uh, <laughs> is an animal. And uh, look at these relievers holding things strong. Losaiga. Um, Johnny uh, Lasagna. He, Johnny Lasagna. He, he let up a home run to Willie Adamas, I think, and... That was run running his one inning of work. The Boone shouldn't have stretched him for the second inning. I'm fine. Britain, he uh, scoreless eighth. And Chapman, scoreless ninth. But, but. Chapman, <laughs> but. this is where shit starts. Right. Or it started with Tanaka hitting hitting a guy with hitting a guy in like the first or second. And um, pretty much Chapman just. Through, I'm going to say probably unintentionally because you don't really want to go headhunting when that would put the tying run on against a team that's been damn near impossible to put away. So eighth pitch. Oof. 101. 101 miles per hour. Brousseau's head. And Lucky was able to duck out of the way. It it flew behind. But that... uh, 
I'm going to be honest that I know this is probably me being biased. Actually, it is me being biased. Okay. Um, what do you, what's look your look opinion on this? I'm not going to say it was intentional. I'm going to be honest. I don't think it was intentional because Chapman is known as a pitcher who has a lot of control issues. Right. He is one of the most, personally, in my opinion, I believe he's one of the most overrated relievers in baseball. He has terrible control issues. He can also throw really hard, though. Yeah, he throws hard, but yeah, and- he throws hard, but he doesn't. Like, he doesn't have a lot of control. He can't hit the strike zone at all. Right. Uh, however, I, I, I think I guess a lot of the animosity comes stemming from 2018, right? This beef goes back two years. I didn't even okay, know. Hold on, hold I on. know about the Rays Red Sox. They're they've they've they're always they're always fighting for whatever reason. There's no beef. This is the first time I've seen legit beef. Okay. Between the Yankees and Rays, other than that CC incident. Right, I, I think that's the one I'm referring to. That started in 2018, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's CC. Yeah, yeah. He got in a little bit of something. All right, so you know, there's a little yelling and screaming. No, wasn't really. The guys ran out from the bullpen. Well, they're coming out anyways. They're like, the game yeah. is over. I just, I, I always love the the. Always love the late the Johnny come latelys from the bullpen. Like, hey, what's going on here? It's like we got <laughs> we got we got to back up our team. But they're they're coming like fifteen minutes later, <laughs> when all the fun already ends. Right. So, all right. So you say it wasn't intentional. This is uh. Yeah, because why the hell would you put the tying run? Why the, the hell plate? would you bring the tying run to the plate? You wouldn't. You wouldn't against a team that's been damn near impossible to get a clean inning against. Right. Good point. Um, however, I'm pulling, I'm pulling up the quotes now. Let's see. Uh, Kevin Cash pulling up. Kevin, Kevin Cash. Cash. Uh, you know they. Uh, they, that, they. That's spoiled. They interviewed on uh, Kevin Cash on the Yankees. Uh, poor judgment. Poor coaching. Poor teaching. Please. Okay. Here's where <laughs> that's my a, that's problem. a dig. That's here's a dig where right. my problem. Poor coaching. Poor coaching. Okay, I know Aaron Boone's a bad manager. I'm going to be honest, like, last year was kind of a mirage. This year, we're kind of starting to see that, oh, yeah, last year really was kind of a fluke <laughs> with all the injuries and also this horrible pitching timing. But, but the, like, with Cash, it would make sense if all of his guys didn't throw 98 at the chin Against guys like Aaron Judge, Giancarlo right. Stanton, DJ LeMahieu, Gary Sanchez, Claybert Torres. If their guys didn't, if guys like Diego Castillo didn't, didn't give three years of consistent chin music to, to all of the Yankee stars. Well, I'm going to be honest. I think every team in Major League Baseball wants to give the Yankees chin music because they're the Yankees. Right. And the uh, Kevin Cash, just why the, just I don't. All right, but it doesn't end there, my friends. Uh, Kevin Cash, and then uh, Kevin Cash turns around to threaten the Yankees. It's an all-out threat. All out threat. Oh, it's like, There's hey, no... we, he said, I think, hey, we got a whole damn stable of guys who can throw ninety-eight miles an hour. Period. Yeah, and that can only mean one thing. <laughs> it only mean one thing. This team has already heard enough. And like this is the Rays have been trying to do this for years. They've been trying to start beef with the Yankees because they want to feel important because well, I, I mean it's kind of tough 
for a team that puts up multiple wild card banners in their shithole stadium <laughs> as a as a a flaunt they're flaunting they're showing off hey we won the wild card this year sure it doesn't matter that we haven't won a playoff series since 2008 look wild card they're showing it off and like i swear race fans they like the one year they see consistent success against the Yankees outside of the trop, they suddenly think they're the hottest shit since MySpace. And <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you, dude, if you and they're honestly beating up a team that's basically dead. Players out left and right. You knew they wouldn't have started this if Judge and Stanton were healthy because those two guys in brawls are practically bouncers. <laughs> Yeah, that, remember yeah. what happened with the Joe Kelly Tyler Austin incident? You know, back when he was an enemy, right? Aaron Judge putting him in a headlock and just going, giving him a noogie. Yeah, <laughs> Giancarlo Stanton just sitting there like an Easter Island statue, like he always does. Right, <laughs> just standing, standing there looking menacing because that's what you do when you're six six and cut as hell. Right, the Rays they pretty much they're playing the role of schoolyard bully. Meanwhile, I know that, and, and the part that sucks about this as a Yankee fan is because I know the baseball community is going to rally with the Rays, even though they see zero well, they're, of they're, the, they're They're the underdog. They see zero of the irony. Yeah, even though they're three games ahead in the division. Yeah, they're totally the three and friggin' and underdog. Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, no, three and a <laughs> half. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three and a half. Yeah, the division's there. Like, the division even matters this year. It's going to be the bubble. The Yankees are going to be playing... American League playoff series is at Petco Park and Dodger Stadium. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. So I mean, this is you know, okay. This is, like thing, they're they're just gonna rally with the Rays because poor Flappy Boy is good, rich mean pinstripes bad. Because that's how the entire that's how the baseball community works, right? Shoot, they got shuttle teams between San Diego and Los Angeles. You know how bad the traffic is? Oh, my. Maybe they all, do they get their own train? Are they flying them? Yeah, probably. (laughs) I mean, L.A. and San Diego, it's, hey, not not every state is the size of New Jersey. Right. Like, what are we, about like two and a half, three hours? Oh, man, they should do it here, man. Just do do City Field and Yankee Stadium, man. I mean. Why um, why are they they picking Southern California? Weather, I guess? Uh, Yeah. More consistent weather. weather. Fair enough. Hey, man, we got the Super Bowl here one year. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing happened. Yeah. It was unseason- unseasonably warm that night. <laughs> <laughs> but this, uh, th- this is uh, this is basically Joe Namath with the fur coat. Yeah, looking like a freaking pimp, like he always does. I know. I know this statement was said in the, the kind of the heat of passion, but like this is a threat, though, right? This is basically this saying is we're a legit retaliate. threat. This is a legit he threat. Get, he gets suspended one game. Aaron Boone gets suspended one game. Aroldis Chapman gets suspended three. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kevin Cash makes a legit threat, like uh, throwing a ninety-eight, a baseball coming in at ninety-eight miles an hour. It's pretty serious. It's like fast. Can- it's hard. <laughs> No, I bet, I bet you could call Isaac Newton down right now, and he'd probably <laughs> calculate say, the force. And he'd mass. probably say, "Yeah, yeah, it's that's uh, quite a quite a bit of force." Yes, I uh, have you got hit in the head with that. Uh, yeah, you're be eating your meals through a straw after that yeah, like, for a couple of years. Yeah, 
at least. That is a legit threat. That's a threat. How does that get one game when Aaron Boone gets the same amount of time for simply existing? Right. Now, Rollis Chapman, three games, I get that. You got to be safe. And it was 101 miles an hour at someone's head. That was the literal milliseconds, like trilliseconds away from being a unmitigated disaster. Right. Did he say anything? I'm sure. Well, I I, I agree with you. Araldo Chapman never says anything. All right, I agree with you. It was probably, the guy's stoic as hell. The guy can't speak a lot of English. Or you can, or you can pretend, which is a great part. <laughs> I remember reading that Ichiro had perfect English, but he was like, I don't. I'm gonna, yeah, I, Masahiro I Tanaka. Masahiro Tanaka, like he doesn't, he doesn't uh, make his Instagram captions or his tweets English. Right. And he does have a translator for post game, but whenever he does mound visits, translator doesn't come up. No, no. I remember one time during the ALCS a few years ago against Houston during game five when he threw that scoreless gem. <laughs> when Gary, when him and Gary Sanchez had a meeting, my dad said, "Oh, oh yeah, they're they're gonna have to get a couple translators up there because Sanchez doesn't speak English in interviews." And Tanaka speaks Japanese. <laughs> they're two foreign languages. And they're speaking perfectly fine. So, I mean, maybe sometimes it's a PR thing. Right. Well, so they hadn't, they hadn't done these, these, uh, this discipline pretty quick, man. Yeah. Like 12 hours later. And, of course, I'm assuming everyone's going to appeal. So it might. <laughs> so there's going to still be allowed to play. Uh, Chapman three game suspend. That's actually that's that's, that's pretty heavy. Actually, losing you you're potentially losing for three games. He's not a starter, so uh, it's not like he misses one start. That this and three games is one twentieth of the season. Yeah, that three games, three very not important one, yeah. games, very important games could affect things. I'm assuming everyone's I mean, gonna, they have, they have, gonna they, they have Zach Bird. They'll just plug in Zach Bird in this closer again. I mean, I wouldn't do. You, does that? Will you sleep well knowing that? Yes, with Zach Britton is closer. Okay. Hey, hey, Sometimes you, you I, know, you know, Zach Britton is closer. I I know 2014 Zach Britton. <laughs> 2016, 2016, 2016 Zach Britton was yes. the best Zach Britton. That was when he was 53, 54. No, 56. How many saves did he have that year? Crap, I gotta look it up now. It was in the 50s. It's pretty good. Guy didn't blow a single save the entire year. Some yeah, I, sometimes that sinker doesn't. That sinking fastball doesn't sink though. I'm just Not saying. a sinker's been going this year. <laughs> um, all right, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming everyone's appealing. That's a that's a pretty harsh panel punishment. I said, I yeah, I, I I'm with you. I think Cash should, should be suspended for more for instigating, making a legit threat that could making kill real, someone. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Against a team that's already battered as hell, right? Like, why do you do that? Yeah. Well, we'll be watching closely tonight. Oh yeah. <laughs> to see what and happens, the, and the Yankees are probably going to get their asses kicked. You're calling it right now. So yeah. if I had money, I should, should I just call Vegas right now? I don't know what the line is, but just call Vegas right now. Yeah, call Vegas just so put like money put, on the Riz. Put twenty bucks on. It. I wonder, can I do that on like DraftKings? I don't have a DraftKings account. <laughs> yeah, I I think I read somewhere that uh, Jordan he's a DraftKings advisor now. And oh, Michael Jordan. That's what I read. Let's. Uh, I will look Jordan this up. 
I I'm mean, his career isn't up. working out as a basketball executive, so. <laughs> I'm going to have to look this up. Yeah, the Charlotte well, Hornets, they're not a, um, they're not exactly a model organization. I'll just say that much. Uh, yeah, Michael, Michael Jordan takes equity stake in DraftKings, becomes advisor. Now, wow. I'm actually wondering why some of these online betting sites didn't do this earlier. If there's one guy who knows about sports betting and losing and winning large amounts, like astronomical sums, a guy who may even have a gambling problem, <laughs> it's Michael Jordan. I, okay, I saw are you oh, are you aware of the Michael Jordan conspiracy theory about why he suddenly retired in the uh, in the middle, kind of at maybe the top of his game, goes off to play baseball? No, no, you're not aware of this elaborate, conspiracy theory. Elaborate. The theory goes that. Uh, Michael Jordan had racked up a sizable gambling debt and uh, it was getting so bad that people were starting to notice. Uh, he may have even had the mob coming after him at one point. And David Stern got pretty Dude, nervous. In the, the 1990s, why the hell would the mafia, the, the mafia in the 90s? Sure. They were still pretty strong. And uh, the word, the word on the street was David Stern was very nervous. And as you know, gambling and sports, Especially active players, managers don't really mix all that well. Oh, so, yeah. uh, so David Stern goes to Jordan. He's like, "Listen, I know things. Listen, like these. This is an overwhelm. You know, your reputation as a gambler is uh, not great." Um, we, and you listen to David Stern. I don't, but you, I, uh, you, you I, I believe there David may be some Stern. truth to this conspiracy. He's like, "Listen, this is not good. Uh, we we may have to suspend you." For a sizable amount of the season, once the public gets wind of how bad your gambling problem is, so in, instead of that, um, uh, why don't you fake retirement for a couple of years? Wait till this blows over, and then you can go off on you will come. You can come back, and then you can go off on your merry way and win another three championships, which is exactly <laughs> what happened. In the meantime, go do whatever you want. Um, go play baseball. Which is exactly what he did, and I know the whole thing. You know, his father had gotten murdered, unfortunately, and that was well. That's what he said the motivation was for both of those things. But the yeah, the the conspiracy theory goes he, he had racked up a, a a noticeable gambling debt that may have brought a black eye to the NBA had it come out to the public, oh. in order to distract the public from all this like. Uh, he decides to retire, which of course becomes one of the biggest news stories in sports for a while. Biggest stories in the in the country. Yeah, it, yeah, and I mean the annals of sports for sure. You know, chills out for what two years? Yeah, and then yeah, comes- two years. It was okay. It went. He won in ninety one, ninety two, ninety three. Yes, retired. 94, 95. Yes. Came back. Won in ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. So that's uh then he retired again. And then came back as a player GM with the Wizards for a couple of years and then retired for the last time. Yeah, now whether you want to re- believe it or not, I mean it, that's, it, it, it it's that's plausible. You know, um but yeah, they're calling it uh you know uh you know if you look up Jordan conspiracy theory is uh was Michael Jordan's retirement a secret suspension? <laughs> plausible. Very plausible. Was it a secret suspension? I, 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 
I believe there may be some truth in the matter. Um, and I only backed this up because a friend of mine did see him at the blackjack table in Vegas a number of years ago. He was at the high roller section and the hands were $20,000 per hand. Wow. 20000 Oh, my God. Now that's, that's a lot of money. <laughs> For so, blackjack. Okay. Okay. If you're going to... If you're going to bet a lot of money at sure. any game, then it's blackjack because I've played blackjack, not gambling. No, I didn't gamble. Either way, it doesn't. You know, I, I didn't gamble, but blackjack, okay. at least you can somewhat control your own destiny because you there can. is a tiny bit of strategy sure. in blackjack. Sure. Yeah, uh, the, I believe that it has one of the better odds in the table games at Vegas. Yes. So well, my friend said he Because saw, you can look at. Look at your hands and think, okay, I'm like, okay, I'm, yep. I'm see like, a couple okay. of dealer's cards, like, see like, the cards oh. of the people around you, yeah. It's like, okay, I've got, like, I've got, I've got 10, like, all right, I'm going to hit on 10. And then you, then you say you're at 16 and then you're like, okay, I'm, I'm staying at 16. Right. And hopefully the dealer busts. <laughs> it doesn't get it. Yeah. So my friend said he saw him uh, at the table. It was like, I don't know, 8 p.m. He went out for the night. Came When he came back at about 6 in the morning. Still there. Jordan was still there. <laughs> oh, not only that, but his head. He was like this. His head was in his hands. Like this. <laughs> crying meaning, Jordan. Crying Jordan. Me, yes. Yeah. He was basically crying Jordan. Meaning that he had probably not done well that night. He probably blew at, a million bucks. I mean, that's what, 20,000, 50 hands. <laughs> you lost, is my math correct on that? I believe so, like five okay. times 10, yeah. Uh, that's a million. In, okay. Mind you. 20,000 <laughs> times 50, that is a million dollars. Wow, blue million dollars. Wow. Yeah, um, in eight, four, in 10 hours, that's a lot <laughs> in a short amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That's 100,000 per hour. Oops. That's a yeah. lot of money. So, yeah, his wife probably wasn't. Well, I mean, a million bucks to Michael Jordan is a paper cut. <laughs> it's still a million dollars. Yeah, no, a million bucks is a million Again, bucks. Again, like you said, like you said earlier in the show, it's all relative. A million dollars to us, us guys, working men, it's a lot of money. Blue collar. Yeah, a million dollars to, uh, to you know, because we don't have Nike sponsorships. There is no Air Wooly, not yeah. yet. There's no Air Chuck. No Air Wooly. No, no Air, Air Wooly's got a nice ring to it, though. Air Wooly. Yeah, that actually sounds really Air Wooly, good. man. All right, let's work on that. Air Wooly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, also, this conspiracy theory, you know, there are a number of criminals who had checks from Jordan, which he, uh, a lot of them said. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're rich, rich um, and famous. You probably in one instance, delved yourself in a little bit of criminal action yeah, maybe what, maybe with the mob maybe with <laughs> probably some kind of crime syndicate in most instances uh jordan is like oh no that check was for a business loan <laughs> <laughs> yeah a business loan yeah to who tony soprano <laughs> right oh also there are the there's always always an incident uh michael jordan spotted a ac casino in the early hours of game two of the eastern conference finals <laughs> you know things Atlantic like that These are, yeah he, he had a he's got a problem got a problem anyways imagine being his bookie well i guess you take a little cut from that it might be a good job i would imagine yeah so anyways uh this you know advisor to DraftKings. No, okay. i think that's yeah, a great no, it would be a worse job i remember i saw this on i think sb nation maybe being floyd mayweather's bookie yeah because famous boxers for some i i 
a good chunk of athletes aren't good with money. Famous boxers like heavyweight champions Mike Tyson, Floyd um, Mayweather, yeah, Mike, the the Rocky Balboas, yes, <laughs> they are horrible. Right. Well, you get to that and level. They're, they're, they're horrible at money. Yeah. Um, oh, one last word on this, if I may. Uh, at the press conference where Jordan was asked if he would ever come back after he retired, he said, five years down the road, if the urge comes back, if the Bulls will have me. If David Stern lets me back in the league, I may come back. Now, why well, would he say that? Was that a legit quote? Okay. Supposedly. I mean, this is from Bleacher Report, so take it as you will. But if David Stern lets me back in the league, why would he say that? Do you need commissioner approval to... Unretire. I, I'm not familiar with the NBA rule book on that. Yeah, I'm not familiar, but I mean, as far as I know, hey, I, you said this is conspiracy. Yeah. That, that okay to be a conspiracy, it has to be really far fetched and makes zero sense. Sure. This actually <laughs> this is starting sense. to piece together a little bit. This makes sense. So he's a degenerate gambler. Yes. He's got a it, it, it was a story that would have made a massive black eye on a surging sports league. Sure. Not only in America, but the entire world. Right. And the best player in your league is, uh, you know, dealing with criminals. The most famous athlete <laughs> on the planet. Right. Although many athletes have done way worse than have a gambling problem. Killed, <laughs> killed murderer. <laughs> Beating. Um, okay. Know. Okay. OJ was retired. Let's be fair. Sure. He, he didn't do this in 19. Yeah. <coughs> Ray Lewis. <laughs> Ray Lewis. Okay. Well, we don't know if I, I didn't look into the Ray yeah, Lewis yeah, murders yeah. at all. Um, you know, DUI. Thing is, he wasn't the most famous athlete on the Sure. Okay. Right. Yeah. Good point. Rel, rel, okay. Pretty famous. Again, though. all about relativity. In today's standards, that would be like. That'd be like Cristiano Ronaldo. It's fair to say he's the most famous athlete on the uh, planet, Yes, right? and the highest paid, I believe. Somewhere. He's up there. Yes. Yeah. That'd be like Cristiano Ronaldo. Like being part of some crime circle. Right. Yes, it would. <laughs> it absolutely would. I, I know, it, you know, you're kind of like, why would he need to do that? But. Well, yeah, also, that that quote. What is, if, what if is David Stern lets me back in? Right. Why you know? Why does Jordan need to gamble and? However, more money? why would he say that if he was trying to keep the suspension under wraps? If he was going to say, yeah, why would he say it? Yeah. That that adds a whole other like, loop. Unless he was, you're trying, you're trying to reverse but, psychology. The reverse psychology. It's a massive loop, but an it, endless redstone loop of reverse but psychology. As we've seen with Kevin Cash, sometimes you need to get that last jab in. You need to stick it to him before you get out of there. And uh, and as far as I know, <laughs> not a lot of people looked into it. This is the first time I'm hearing about this oh, theory. Yeah, and I've got to say, it's got some, it's got ground it's to one it. One of my more favorite conspiracy, one of my favorite, one of my, uh, yeah, one of them. I, I like a lot of conspiracy, not a lot, a few. This is being my top five conspiracy theories for sure. What's your favorite sports conspiracy theory? This might be it. This, I think this might. This What's might, your favorite conspiracy theory? Conspiracy theory. Oh, um, I don't. Know, I think I uh, Area Fifty One probably. I think uh, yeah, Area Fifty One. Yeah. Aliens. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Hey, I remember a couple months ago, this wasn't a very big news story, but remember, I I remember hearing like 
I think a report from the Pentagon or something like that. It was front page news for like a couple hours. Yeah. Because you know how news stations are. They'll cycle through a I bunch do. of headlines until they find one that they just stick on for like three weeks. Yes. Um, the Pentagon reported uh, we've recovered materials that were, quote unquote, not possible. <laughs> to, they were not possible to be made on this world. Right. And I'm sitting there like, OK, they just casually told us that uh, all those uh, tinfoil fo- tin hats, to all those people for the last few decades, um, yeah, not made on this earth. Not made on this earth. Well, what does that mean then? That was that means it was made on another planet. Aliens. Aliens. Aliens, UFOs, damn it. ETs. Close ET. encounters of the third kind, third, fourth, and fifth kind, ladies and gentlemen. However, we're in the midst of a, of a pandemic, so nobody seemed to care about this. We're in the middle. Okay. In any year other than 2020, this is the biggest news ever. And honestly... I'm I'm just not shocked if there's any Independence Day. <laughs> they, they, they seriously have a UFO. Well, task I got force. I got three Mac laptops here that can take down the alien forces, just like they did in the movie. These and these machines are like a million times more powerful than the power book they used in 1994. And it, it, this is why I get so pissed off that we haven't gone to Mars yet. This phone is like a five thousand times more powerful than the than the technology oh and i got an alienware desktop behind you like i'll take down the aliens with alienware like oh (laughs) how about that with a radeon graphic card give it a taste of their own medicine i just upgraded the ram in that thing we'll be fine (laughs) i got 16 gigs of with with aliens power why is that day why is that whenever aliens come it's never that they assume it's always they everybody assumes that they're gonna kill us. It's never. Hey, this is a planet that's struggling. Maybe they're a very generous, <laughs> a generous let's, race. Let's help them out. I think history has proven once you help out, uh, a kind of like a struggling. Well, in the movies, if you help out a struggling thing, a planet, nation, whatever, they eventually uh, get big heads and they turn on you. And, uh, <laughs> okay, well, maybe aliens don't have movies. Well, if they're so advanced, why wouldn't they? I don't know. Brain, brains think differently. <laughs> Good point. I'm, There's probably a... I, I would say entertainment is universal, though. I, aliens probably have sports as well. I mean, I, I, that's that. There's prob- There's a good point to be made there. Entertainment is very important, as proven during this pandemic. Uh, we, uh, yeah. we, we were a lot of people were struggling to entertain themselves with no sports, no movies, none of these things. Although and, I did kind of like the blissful ignorance of the uh, MLB offseason. Oh, for, sure. To be extended for a few months. Right. Because, as a Yankee fan, I love the MLB <laughs> offseason. It's so fun because I just get to talk about how good they're going to be. Instead of getting uh, you were slapped able by to the do Rays. that for yes another th- like three four months another after, four months <laughs> another four months I was like oh my god oh my god that they, they got Garrett Cole oh my god they got Garrett Cole <laughs> we're gonna every, win the World Series was, oh my god that, that was every week that was every week um uh well back to baseball real quick uh Yankees uh if I if I'm correct uh, they made no moves during the no trade moves. De- oh deadlines god. no moves Cashman. <sighs> What uh? What is his thinking here? What is the what is the philosophy here? What is going on? That's, that's, that's just... 
how do you have an explanation can you okay i have a screenshot on my phone someone commented somewhere over the past 14 days we have four players with a wrc plus of 100 100 being the average yes Luke Voigt, DJ LeMahieu, Clint Frazier, <laughs> and Eric Kratz. Voigt is 225, which is out of this world. LeMahieu is at 130. Okay. Which is really good. Borderline elite. Frazier and Kratz are slightly above average. The rest of the offense is averaging a WRC plus of 68. Okay, so... If you're not in the fancy stats, <laughs> that is geriatric <laughs> it's abysmal absolutely horrific so certainly they could have used some help certainly they're everybody was they're, talking about the yankees getting pitching meanwhile i'm like no i don't want this team to get pitching i want them to so you had no interest in entering the the clevenger lottery I mean, I was kind of interested in uh, in Clevenger because Mike Clevenger happens to be a, a a stupid good pitcher. He is. It's the hair, man. It's the hair. Although he'd have to cut the hair on the Yankees. That may have factored he, into he'd, things. He'd have to cut. Yeah, he'd have to cut the hair. Uh, Brian Cashman somehow. Looked, looked at this lineup, but half of the guys batting under the Mendoza line. Right. Now, I know batting average isn't exactly the most popular stat out there nowadays, but it, it's, it's horrible. Brian Cashman looked at that lineup and thought, that was <laughs> completely fine! <laughs> How can you look at that and think that's <laughs> adequate? Not even good, not even a World Series contender, mildly adequate. How can you look at that and think, oh yeah, this team can win the World Series in, a, <laughs> in years where all of your best players are going to start hitting arbitration. Time is ticking. Yeah. Time is a luxury that you're not going to have. <laughs> you have to make it count, damn it. Uh, well, as make a, it count. They're, they're seventh in the league as a team, batting 245. What's the, uh, let's see, can we see OPS here? Uh, oh, 785. They're tied with the Giants in OPS. How can how can you look at that and think that's fine? How can you look at that and think that's good? How can you look at this team? Oh, no, my bad. They're 17th in average. Yeah, they're 17th in batting average. And meanwhile, for half the season, they had their guys. But I'm talking about where a judge is going to be out for another month. Stanton and Torres... We don't know when they're going to be back. <laughs> Stanton. Stanton's not going to be back. Maybe for the playoffs. <laughs> Maybe. And I don't even know what's injured now. Is it his calf or? What? The hamstring. Hamstring. They're saying he's going to be back soon enough. Him and Torres are going to be kind of a joint package at the same time. Okay. Well, I mean, they're they're couple bright spots in the lineup uh dj hit two home runs last night <laughs> luke voigt is if they don't extend that guy powerhouse. if they do not extend him 
there will be – I swear there's going to be riots in front of Yankees. He Stadium. would be the guy, like, if he's <clears> on <throat> every other team, you're just waiting for the Yankees to, to poach him. <laughs> That's, but he's already on the Yankees, so – Oh well, at least the uh, at least the the Yankees losing streak against the Rays got broken. Now maybe it's now. <laughs> oh thank God! <laughs> was it eight in a row before this? Am I correct on that? Uh no, it was, it was seven in a row. Seven in a row. Okay. Seven in a row. Yeah. Okay, that's that makes a big difference. Or it was like five in a row or whatever. I don't know. Again. Yeah. So, is there any moves that you would have liked to have seen? Um, Starling Marte or Jonathan VR? VR, former Oriole. Pretty solid. Having a decent year, nothing earth shattering. Well, I mean, they, I think he they, hit 24 home they, runs he, last year. He can run the bases, but. But I would have definitely um, at least given a slightly strong enough offer for Starling Marte. Yeah. Like he can hit for average, he can run, he can hit for power. He's he's about the closest thing you're gonna get to a five tool player right now. Yeah, for sure. He's closely. I was stunned that he even at the trade market, you don't usually see hitters that we haven't seen a hitter that good at the trade deadline be sold off. Obviously, since Manny Machado. <laughs> right. Wow. Um. Yeah that that would have been a good addition, but. But what would what would New York? Have, I I you know the, the the asking pieces were too high. They, they want everyone Frazier and and I can get why Cashman didn't want to part with the prospects sure, that were good, they're, major league ready. Because you knew it's you know at some point every year you're going to need those guys to come up and be everyday players, right? Because you can't trust this roster to stay healthy. I'm I'm at. I'm at the point and where I think that, I'm at the point where I'm like I think that forced his hand. I'm like, what is it? I'm like, what is it gonna take? When like how many more years of injuries like this? Because this can't happen every year. It seems to be happening every year. <laughs> if this how many years is it gonna take before the Yankees start seriously considering like the not a rebuild? But retool seriously. Are you calling for a retool? At maybe at some point. Okay. Because you can't if if you're gonna have to hold on to your prospects and not get any big talent at the trade deadline because because you're gonna need those guys to come up be everyday players for your guys who are supposed to be everyday players. They're getting hurt for two months a year. Right. Um, yeah, what would I say? Uh, Clevenger, Lance Lynn, Kevin Gosman, Starling Marte. I did want the Yankees to actually uh, make somewhat of a bid for Dylan Bundy. That would have killed me, first to first and foremost. <laughs> it it would have been it, former it Oriole. Been, Dylan. It, it would have been hilarious. Look at all former Orioles up for up and just like kicking ass down that they're not in Baltimore. Kevin Gosman is a. Gosman and and, uh, and Dylan Bundy, man. <laughs> two guys who could have still been in the rotation if uh, handled properly, and uh, you know maybe yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. How many? Okay, I'm curious. Yes, in your lifetime, how many? Or not in your lifetime, obviously, because in your lifetime you've seen them win championships. Yep. But in this era, how many? 
how many pitching coaches <laughs> or developers or scouters or scouts, not scouters, guys who are in charge of uh, cooking pitchers? Yeah, they've. <clears throat> how, how many of them have gotten fired? In, uh, quite in, a uh, quite a few. Yeah, quite a few. Including so, the great Leo Mazzoni, who uh, who used to be down in Atlanta, and uh, Glavin and uh, Maddox, and he was a great coach. They got him and uh, didn't really work out. So, <laughs> well, yeah, it's yeah. just a lot of talent. Yeah, a lot of talent. That guy, that he was, he was. If you look at his track record with other teams, he was a great pitching coach. Baltimore, not so much, but yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's not, well, I mean. I think as a fan, it's always frustrating when there are no like, but no moves made, zero, nothing. When your team is clearly in a little bit of trouble and is in a championship window, yes, could have added a couple pieces. But again, like you said, they're just waiting for injuries to happen, and yeah, and, and now, I get why they hung on to Davy Garcia. Yeah, he made his first career start on. Saturday? Saturday, yeah, Sunday, Saturday. 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 Made his first career start through a, a gem. Yeah. Six innings and zero earned runs. He was like his stuff. He's got. He's a very. It's a big breath of fresh air. Actually, it was it was Saturday. The 30th yeah. Thirtieth was. Sorry, I'm looking at oh right here. This one when they beat the Mets two one. August thirtieth. If I'm not, no, no, two to one was the was, that was the, J uh, Hap. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, and then he was he did pretty good. That's, oh my god, J Hap pitched a beauty. So the doubleheader. Oh ho oh, 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 I want to yeah, break get, down. Hey, I I, I want to break down. I want to break down this all. I want to break down the seventh inning. <laughs> oh yeah, that uh, yes. Uh, I was um, I was actually here at the studio with the uh, with the big Mets fan when when, oh, the, when the meltdown oh, happened. Oh oh oh! oh, oh I, I want to break down the thing. No no no! I like that. I wasn't nervous as Davy Garcia. Anyways, I'll, I I'll, I'll break it down. Nervous. Once you talk about it, Davy Garcia. Um, six strikeouts and six innings, four hits, one run. It wasn't earned those off a Luke Voigt error. And this is the game where Gary Sanchez had a pinch hit, go ahead, Grand Slam. <laughs> in the um in extras in the top of the eighth. Yes, he did. And I hated that decision. And sure in hindsight, it looks amazing. But uh, it's it's Gary Sanchez and now he hasn't gotten hit since then. We thought it was going to be the one that... <laughs> you thought it uh, would break it open? I, I didn't think it was. A lot of people thought it was. I was watching that game with my dad, and he's like, hey, that, that might be the... I remember when they pinched in him, he's like, eh, maybe it's a thing for his confidence. And I was like, yeah, I know, but what is there to be confident about with him? That had to then, feel good. Then, though, they, they, then he hits the go-ahead grand slam, and I eat the biggest pile of shit yeah. ever. Ever remember, they did. They walked Mike Talkman, right, to load the bases to get to him? Is this yes. correct? And then, so they had to feel good for him. Yeah, you would have thought maybe that would have sparked something, but alas, it just doesn't. Yeah, so he's still uh, banging, or sitting at one thirty-four. I mean, horrible. Got one more month to pick it up, bro, or become a yeah. or become a playoff hero if, but, yeah. if they even add you to the roster. Which <laughs> Gary Sanchez? I mean, they kind of they have to, right? 
the guy hasn't shown showed up. He didn't show up. He was a black hole last year against Houston. Right. Anyways, um, after I broke down uh, that game, I want to go back to the the first the day cap Let's of go. that doubleheader. Yes. Uh... And uh, we will spoil it. For I, you. I, I, I don't want to break down any of the the innings prior. Okay. Let's just go to go to the plays. Go to the plays. We tab. are going to the plays. Here is all the scoring here. The bottom uh, of the seventh. Bottom of the seventh, ladies and gentlemen. Now, uh, okay. Keep in mind, anyways, the, um, the Mets are leaving, leading seven two after the sixth, and then the bottom of the seventh happens. Uh, Luke Voigt singles. Anyway, no, wait. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Luke Voigt singled on a ground ball. Okay, anyways, um, no, I want to restart from, okay. Okay, okay wait right, a second. Wait. Right, I want to restart two. from like the rally, like where the rally began. Okay. Two outs, bottom of the seventh inning. <laughs> Tyler Wade walks. Tyro Estrada, I think, gets um, hit by a pitch. Goes on. Um, uh, and then I think... Or actually, wait. Um, uh, yeah, anyways. Uh, yeah, you see this. Mike Ford reaches... Wait, wait, okay. wait. Okay. <laughs> Mike Ford got on base. Um, Tyler Wade walked. Um, Tyro Estrada, I think I mean, he got to third somehow, and then or Igambes, Luke Voigt singled. Yes. Edwin Diaz comes in. <laughs> oh no! He throws a wild pitch. Estrada scores, and then Aaron Hicks comes out, down to their final strike, hits a game tying home run. Barely over the right field fence, which is just perfect. Yes. Because the Mets bitch and bitch and bitch and bitch and bitch about the short porch. They do well, yeah. And they got it. They got it. They got it off. So. Uh. <laughs> oh and, my uh, god. Just, uh, just so you have a visual reference here. <laughs> Seven five, full count. You know a fastball is coming right down. Bam, that belt high, 98 miles an hour, and yeah, just barely over the wall. <laughs> Home run, everybody. Aaron Hicks ties it up, 7-7. Seven, seven. And then gets hurt the next game. Yeah, well. <laughs> Look at Diaz pissed. How pissed he is. But yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Fast forward to the bottom of the eighth. Fast forward, bottom of the eighth. Gio Urshela hits a walk-off single. Would have nailed Talkman at home if Comforto just made the throw any anything that's resembled accurate. Right, but no shot. <laughs> no shot. Let's see. Uh, here we go. Walk-off single. Let's uh, let's go back and uh, do the play-by-play here. Uh, it's O two. O two. Got him. O two. Um, Urshela. And an lined in the right inside field. out swing. Here's a horrible throw off the line, and, and Ramos almost got him on the tag. Almost, just missed that. Him. That ball was hit to the worst spot, the worst spot imaginable. 
You can think of a worse place to put that ball. Uh, yeah, probably not. So, anyways, that almost <laughs> got right. him though. Yeah, yeah. If the throw is anything that resembled accuracy, well, what are you gonna do? Thank, thank goodness, man. That well, that had to redeem the week for you. <laughs> my sweep of that those two games. Oh my god, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, they, well, on Friday they lost the uh, the doubleheader, so or the makeup. It was but, yeah, the makeup, the makeup and a regular game. They lost that. Which uh, that had to be frustrating. That was walked off in Yankee Stadium. That's right, because the Mets uh, were the home team. Yes, and then two days before that, they lost two to the Braves on the same day. Yeah, that three games in a row, the bullpen blew it. Yeah, Chad Green blew the first two games, and then Chapman allowed the home run to uh, Rosario. I how bad were you feeling at at the tail end of that seven game losing streak? By the way, that's a lot. I I was that's a lot. I was dead inside. I could tell by your tweets. Yes, I was dead inside. I was. I've never been at that point. <laughs> I've never been so apathetic. Right. I mean, even at this point, I've never felt so apathetic about the Yankees in my life. Oh, okay. Seven not games in a sixty life. game season. Not, not that's, in my uh, life. that's over ten percent of the season. That's a lot. <laughs> if you put it again, perspective. Perspective and relativity. Yes. Yeah. Again, yeah, bad stretch could completely kill your chances. And it's and the Yankees, you know, they're they're not a they're not a shoe in for the playoffs. Uh, they're gonna have to start clawing. They're gonna have to start clawing back. And who knows? Maybe they if they win this game against the Rays, it would be a huge deal. Is this uh, is this a must win game? <laughs> I mean, every game. The, the okay. Too often used must win phrase. Technically, no. Okay. The division doesn't matter this year, except for a little banner, and possibly an asterisk. But yes. <laughs> um, I mean, the Yankees don't put up banners for division championships. Right. The Rays put up banners for well, division championships. What else do they? What else do and they? Have? And, and they and they put up know. banners for wild cards, which, which is why I find it so sad and funny, whenever Rays, whenever the Rays players or Rays fans start acting like after they get a lick of success sure. against the Yankees, they suddenly start acting like they're the hottest shit since right. MySpace. Right. Well, what are you gonna do? So. <laughs> Uh, speaking of the Mets, uh, looks like they're they may be uh, under new under new management oh, under new ownership. Oh, soon, uh, Steve Cohen, Uncle Steve. Steve Cohen made his made a ton of money on hedge funds. It's offered, if I'm reading correctly, two point three five billion. Um, he had offered more than that not that long ago, then pulled it off the table, and now has <laughs> has renegotiated. Looks like this is going to happen. Yeah, Steve Cohen's probably going to buy the Mets, and they're going to become the new spend grip of baseball. Yeah, uh, what was not surprising to me, but uh, SNY doesn't come in that deal. That's another two billion if he wants it. Which why you wouldn't buy it? I don't know. I'm I from what I ring, SNY makes more money than the Mets does. Um, so well, they're they're a division of Sportsnet, right? Sportsnet is the Canadian giant of sport. That's Hockey Night in Canada, right? Yeah. We We're talking a- about all of the all of the Leafs games, all of the Blue yeah, Jays yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. 
And they're owned by Rogers. Right. Rogers Communications, who owns the, the Sky Dome or the Rogers, whatever you want to call it. They basically own all of Canada. They've got cell phones. Yeah. They've got, they've got TV. They got everything in Canada. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, Sportsnet, if uh, you want a really, really awesome sports show, uh, we'll move to Canada. We'll move to Canada. Tim and Sid. Tim and Sid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we'd we'd have to eat. Yeah, we we'd have to move to Canada. But yeah, we could. We'll, eat we'll, poutine. Right. We'll move oh. north. Well, we're not allowed to across the border right now. But when when it is when it opens, we'll move up there. You want to give us a show, or we'll do it. We'll record it here. It'll save you guys some costs. Oh, I'm not doing that. I mentioned. Hey. Hey. You made me. You made me thinking about poutine. Poutine bud. a. Yeah, hey, you gotta eat the poutine, bud. Eat the poutine, oh How? my! I, oh, every single Cameron and I will. My, wear... my my. That's just making me think that dad's side of my family owns a vacation house up in Vermont. It's, okay. a, it's a little cabin. It's I've been going up there for the damn near every year of my entire nice. life. They uh, there's this restaurant up there that makes. You know disco fries, right? I do. You, you, Cheese yeah, and you, gravy, yeah, yes. Yeah, you live in New Jersey. I do. I'm also It's a pretty wild. much that. It's that mozzarella. It's mozzarella cheese okay. curds, mm-hmm. gravy. Right, beef and, gravy. And duck. Duck fat. No, like duck. D- duck. Duck. Legit duck. Nice. And it's a big platter. Layers. All right. And the duck... There's no fat on it. Yeah, sports night again. If you wanna, you want a couple of really no, awesome no, 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 American no, 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 no. sports. That's casters. a little too up north. A little too up north for that. that what if that's they're Vermont. like, we'll pay my, like Michael it's Jordan Manchester. gambling, Michael Jordan gambling money to come up and and do your show up in Canada? I mean, yeah, <laughs> I could do a collab with Steve Dangle. I mean, him and I are pretty oh, much yeah, the yeah, same yeah, guy. Totally. We yell, we yell our ears off when like, uh, me and Kent will wear crazy jackets every episode. Oh, <laughs> Don <laughs> Cherry. We'll be the new, uh, yeah, we'll be, the, we'll be a better, younger version well, of Well, I'll Cherry. tell you, let me tell you something about these boys, okay? They, nobody plays good old tough hockey anymore. Yeah. It's all about offense and uh, getting into as less scuffles as you can. Now, back in my day, we had a lot of great guys like the Marcel Dion's and Luke Robitaille of the world. Although Luke Robitaille, he played for Los Angeles. We didn't really like him that much because, uh, you know, you know, a good old Canadian boy, you know, they got to play for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Hey. You know, they got to play for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And if they go down to Los Angeles, they're as good as a pansy American. And, you know... You know, no hockey player that's American is a real hockey player. All of those guys are just a bunch of pansies. And nowadays, even the good old Canadian boys are a bunch of pansies. You don't see them sticking their gloves in people's faces no more. Sidney Crosby, Connor McDavid, those guys are not tough. They got to have goons on their lines. They're back in my, back when people actually played hockey. Back when men played hockey. We had guys. We had guys who'd score points, score goals, put up numbers, while also being tough and sticking up for the boys. A. It's <laughs> awesome. And then uh, Canadian Veterans Day happened. <laughs> and then he got well. Uh, yeah, so then, another yeah. victim of cancel culture. Yes, Very it, sad. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, if there's a whole 
sports uh, sports talk hole up in Canada, we, we're willing to fill it for the right price. And we're talking American dollars. The exchange rate is uh, not, 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 that not, 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 not your monopoly money. <laughs> not your monopoly not money. Not your monopoly money. All right, right on. <laughs> Anyways, um, going to go to baseball reference because I forgot to do a player of the week last week. Oh, I mean, I'm, I mean, LeMahieu hit two home runs last night. Uh, I, I, no, <laughs> you got either no. him or Luke Voigt, right? I mean, no, I mean. Oh, uh, no. congratulations to uh, Ryan Mountcastle, uh, American League Player of the Week. And, uh, I mean, I'm pretty happy about that. He just, uh, dude's barely been up for, what, two, three weeks? Maybe a little more. I, I, time has gone by so fast. But uh, kid can hit, my friend. Yeah. Kid can hit. Uh, it's the just, Orioles? The yeah. Orioles? Well, yeah. what's been going on with them lately? They've been good. Uh, they've been yeah. I I'm Moncastle's been a. I mean, they've had a couple long losing streaks uh, that have been broken. They and, um, also could not beat the Rays last week, so don't feel bad. And well, nobody uh, can beat the Rays this year. Nobody can beat the Rays. Okay, I'm gonna total for the last two weeks for Cameron really Show Player okay, of the Week. Go and for it. For the first time, we have a three. We have a three beat. Whoa! It's Luke Voigt. Luke, Luke. Voigt again. <laughs> no last no fourteen shocker. days. He's hit five home runs, driven in nine. He's hitting 350, on base percentage of 395, slugging 775 for wow. an OPS of 1.17. All right. Well, and he's, he's got a total of 13 home, 13 runs, 308. Guys, I'm stopping. Yeah, he's right tied now. for the league lead right That's now. That's crazy. That's crazy. You guys got your own life. He is a. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he finishes top three in MVP voting. That would be amazing. Right on, man. Good for him. I, I, uh, I, I like this Void kid. He's a good player. Yeah. Oh, he's really good. He's a good player. Really good. Yeah. Right on. Well, we will be sending you a. Uh, we'll find something for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh well, uh, we'll be sending you a Marvel uh, Amazing Spider-Man statue, uh, which is right below you on the ground, right there. <laughs> The, uh, that was previously going to another winner, but he'll understand. He didn't. He didn't hit five home runs in the last two weeks. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are all being given away. So <laughs> oh wow, wait, you have a Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker figure? I do. Uh, in, that was a in, in, in mint condition. Wait, how old is that thing? That came out in 1999. Whenever the re-releases came out, that was a special giveaway at one of the theaters when Return of the Jedi got re-released. No, 97. So that would be, geez, man, 23 yeah, years. Yeah, where George Lucas tried his best to butcher those three movies. Yeah, some would say he did, but <laughs> but you know it doesn't get butchered. The show, ladies and gentlemen. The show. So congratulations, Luke Voigt. Um, you got anything else you want to get even out of your chest? Have, or? Even though <laughs> I have the journalistic credibility of a toaster, I am. I am we're, we're pretty accurate most days. Okay, you, you don't miss that much. Well, you're you're just kind of like you're just chill most of the time. Sure, I am. Uh, I act on impulse a lot on the well, show. That's the heart of the show, my friend. Without that, it's just like we're just repeating stats. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I'd like to, to talk about something. We're talk about oh, the for Giants it. for a little bit. Um, yeah, please do. Uh, the Giants signed a much anticipated signing, Logan Ryan. You know, solid free agent. Yes. Solid, solid. Just solid stuff. Just. Um, he's. Um, Logan Ryan, ready to rule with Giants. Proves, prove doubters wrong. This is 
Chris in the I New mean, York Post, so uh, don't don't take this with a grain of salt for sure. The Post is not the most reputable uh, journalistic uh, anything, really. But I mean, they're good for sports. Yeah, really good for sports. Uh, one year deal. Nice. That's not going to change shit for the Giants, though. He's probably going to, I mean, I like the move. He's probably going to underperform. Because that's how most free agent signings for the Giants go. Right. Um, highly motivated seven-year veteran. I feel like there was a chip on his shoulder. That's good. He's coming in with some fire then. A chip I mean, on his shoulder. He had a career year. He did. Career year last year. New Jersey, born and raised, yeah, went to Rutgers. Went to Rutgers. It's a product. He's East Coast, ladies and gentlemen. East Coast, and New Jersey. We know East Coast is better. So I will be watching him closely then. Hopefully he can even, Jersey even tough. come close to what he did last year. That would be amazing. Although the Giants, they're going to be a disaster this year, <laughs> like they always are. I'm, I'm not even going to try No, I know. You're good at calling these things, so yes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I just have no um but the only thing we can ask is that the young players take another step, that we see Daniel Jones progress a little bit. If he looks as big in that picture you posted a couple weeks ago, if that's really him, then I think that and he fumbles less. I think Oh, you, you know Joe Judge probably scared him in the Oh yeah. In the fumbling less. Oh yeah, he he well, he seems to have that attitude. So yeah. You, you you fumble, you're running ten laps, man. You don't want to run laps. You run, you run ten laps, and you do no thirty laps. push-ups. Yep. That'll help your arm. Cardio and you. Yeah, good old body weight exercises. You're good. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, good luck. Good luck, Logan Ryan, and good luck to the Giants. Even though uh, you've already predicted they're going to be a train wreck and a disaster. Um. Well, we will we will see. I will have fun watching the games this year because they're going mean, to happen. I, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm not very excited for the Giants each year. I'm not excited for them. Uh, in terms of Stanley Cup playoffs, I haven't been following them as much as I should have because playoff hockey is an amazing specimen. I know that the Islanders are a game away from uh playing in the Eastern Conference final yeah, which is a sentence I never thought I'd say in my life. <laughs> they're doing very well right now. So. Yeah, I mean they got they got Dr. Robotnik as their head coach. <laughs> Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> yeah, so I you know what I if they take down the Flyers I'll be very happy. I got no yeah, love cool. for them. Also there's a bet in the Discord server I had. I have it and I'll, I'll go as far to say that. And Vegas is still in the mix. Vancouver, Dallas, Colorado. Dallas is very close to going to the Western Conference. Finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I thought it was going to be the Avalanche making a big run, but no. No. So we'll uh, we'll see. Playoff hockey, ladies and gentlemen, in in the Canadian bubbles. <laughs> awesome. Ah. Uh, uh, gotta see if there's. Anything else? Just gotta do the Twitter check. No, no problem. Just the daily. Never know. Never know when there's gonna be late breaking news here. But I think uh, we covered a lot. So, <laughs> well, hopefully you feel better. Got some venting going on. Donald Trump just discovered the power of using emojis and tweets. 
Oh boy. Oh, watch out, everybody. First thing look, I open up, I'm like, oh no. Look out, everybody. He's oh, discovered boy. a mood. Oh boy. Oh no. Oh, oh no, no. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm gonna do the usual spiel. Okay. You're speaking to Donald Trump if you want to hear me make a make an emotional speech on the the whole thing with the boycotts and all that. You can go to Let the Kids Talk. Yep. Check them out on Spotify. Spotify, just great stuff on Twitter at Let the Kids Talk Pod. Great stuff, great guys. Um, congratulations to uh, the host of that podcast, um, Elijah Burks. He pitched a complete game shutout and hit a home run in nice. in uh, his in uh, contributing to his team winning his uh, travel ball championship. Wow! It's one of those Legion ball clubs. Just could use a great pitcher. He he made the guarantees, like you know, uh, nobody <laughs> he he guaranteed that he was going to win that game. And son of a bitch, he pulled a Mark Messier. Wow! So um. Just a little tip of the cap to my uh, friend, Elijah Burks. We affectionately refer to him as Mr. Bitches. You're going to see him in the big leagues sometime in the future. He's just that good. Awesome. And then uh, subscribe to Cam Willie Show on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter. Follow at Cam Willie Show. Instagram. Cam Willie Show. Yep. Follow at Cam Willie Show. But uh, yeah, check out the uh, the YouTube because you can, you can watch us get spitting mad. <laughs> And uh, almost throw things, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a fun. You get experience. to see me make a, it's a fun experience. Facial gestures. Sure. You get to see which which shirt I wear each day. Oh yeah, real quick. It. Hey man, I was at a store in Red Bank the other day, and a woman was like, "Where do I know you from?" I'm like, "Well, well, ma'am, I used to be on TV. Uh, you ever heard of comic book man?" She's like, "No, no, 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 no. Do you know Cam Woolley?" I'm like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Oh, that's that's where I know you from." Yeah, my yeah, I saw my you mom's on friend. Yeah. yeah, I saw you on the on, on the Cam yeah, Woolley show. That's like, uh, that was dude. Yeah, my mom told me about that. That was, that was one of the most flattered. It was that awesome. Was the most that was one of the most flattering moments of my life. Yeah, big shout out to a store uh, called Forge in English Plaza in Red Bank. I thought that I thought, I thought that was awesome too. It's like it's working. It's working. Oh my god! Yeah. It's working, ladies and gentlemen. That's why you should tune in each and every week. Every week. Every week is great. Yeah. Awesome. I'll decide to upload to Camera Only Gaming whenever I decide to upload. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, no, Destiny content's running dry, and <laughs> ultra-wide monitor isn't really good for recording, I'm going to be honest. Oh, it's great for gaming, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. For playing <laughs> Oh yeah, playing a game like Destiny 2 at triple-digit frames, HD resolution with an ultra-wide screen. Yeah. Gotta yeah, no it. shit. Gotta love it. All right. Anyways, um, take it out. <laughs> uh, from Ming Chen, Shared Universe Podcast Studio. I'm Cameron Mully. Stay classy, New Jersey.